overwhelming. At the end of this interview, I do yelp. I yeah. do yelp. <laughs> um, to put it in context, like imagine you're a directioner now or something like that, and someone said to you, you know, in a couple of years, you're going to be sitting in a hotel room with them chatting to them. Mind blowing. Um, and then, so we went, we went and we chatted to take that in one of Dublin's top hotels on Friday ahead of their late, late show appearance. Uh, and we had the chats. I was very nervous because, you know, oh God, it's take that. And you don't want them to be mean or just not tired or not want to talk to you. They were sound. Um, we'd met all of them before except Gary. Mm, that's uh, true. So it was our first time um, having the chats with Gary. So that was a big moment for us. Uh, and I should just to say, to put this in context, we'd gone in just after another radio show and they had said some things at the end of the radio show at the end of your interviews you get all the bands to go hi we're take that and we, and love, we love you fully charged and all so that sort of lark we just followed in after another radio show so here's what happened when we sat down <laughs> strawberry alarm clock by the way you shouldn't have said that we last bit oh they're amazing we were like <laughs> whatever throwing daggers at the door oh, no, we're joking. Mark, Mark's still outside I know he can hear me that's why I said it <laughs> well, yeah we're they're the competition oh, is that right yeah We'll say, okay, we'll say that. We'll now we're, though, this really. is the bigger and better morning station. Exactly, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah, but who, like, I mean, down through your career, you've had, like, rival bands, or, you know, when new bands have come along, they go, oh, they're the next Take That. What What was the biggest rivalry? Like, what was your Strawberry Alarm Clock? I think ourselves. Yeah, I think our biggest rivals were E17 at the time, just because it was when you, we were first starting off, and so we took everything really seriously. So if they like said one bad thing about us, it'd like ruin our month. <laughs> um, but nowadays it's like fine, you know. As a songwriter, were you raging when they came out with "Stay Another Day"? Because that could have been a take that song. There, yeah, that was a great song. Uh, do you know? What? It, it, looking back though, all of their tracks were really good, um, and so yeah, very very jealous of that one. It's a great track. They were rough looking though. They couldn't <laughs> have pulled off the take that look in their well, big. We tried jackets. to look, we tried to look like them though. We tried to work. With the big puffer jacket. Me, me and Rob especially. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, I never saw we, that we in Back really for Good. Tried, there yeah. is a kind of E17 jacket going yeah, on. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so Jason's not here, obviously. Um, we, we were very sad to hear that news back in September. And one question that I was thinking of today with the brand new album, has he been involved in that process or did you just decide to kind of scrap everything that he was involved with before he decided to, to, to leave you guys? He hasn't been involved in the writing of the record. Um, we started that at the beginning of the year. Um, he was still kind of around, buzzing around, but he hadn't come in the studio. Um, we were playing him songs as as the year was going on, but uh, he wasn't. He didn't feel it was the right time for him to go in the studio. So, no, it's. Um, I mean, September when you heard was pretty much the time when we all decided it was time to. Uh, let people know really um, that he wasn't going to be involved in this record. But no, he hasn't been involved in the in the writing process. I think, if he, in all honesty, probably the last few years, it, in his mind, it kind of he wasn't kind of coming back. He wasn't feeling it at this moment in time. We're a bit like that with the show. We just totally. can't we just can't afford to quit. That's so. it. The only reason why we're still together is because we can't afford to be on the keep trucking along. Yeah, no. You said about Jason, his heart's yeah. in it. Like, oh yeah, I got it. I got it. Wake up in the morning, you go. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> you know what? It's it's hard these days because you know we're we're not three twenty year olds anymore, and so trying to get everybody to think like mindedly, like right, because it's not just releasing an album; it's actually about two years' work. You know, to go and tour it and do all the things, and for when there's someone who doesn't want to do that, but three others do, it's kind of hard, you know. And so it it was hard in September when we actually sat around and went right. We've got to tell people, you know, that. that 
you're not going to be with us for the next however many years. Um, but, you know, for him, it's the right decision. And, of course, we're very, very happy to carry on um, and, and keep being creative, keep releasing records and going on tour. But we do hope one day that he's back. He had been telling us for two years, but we just chose not to listen. You'll be all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's some flowers. <laughs> From what most people don't know, I suppose we only know because we've got to interview so many bands and artists, is like it, how much hard work. I mean, you're a songwriter. You want to write songs and be musicians and stuff. Presumably, you don't want to be sitting here talking to us. Like that wasn't when you got into it. You thought someone I'm going to be sitting in a hotel in Dublin talking to these two bozos from <laughs> radio stations. Well, we like going to Dublin. We love it here, so it's always nice to have a, a like a day trip, you know. Yeah, but you could be here without talking to us. Yeah, you just like chilling. No, out. This is lovely. We're, we're sat here. You you got a Christmas jumper on. You got your nice coat on. It's nice to see people. We made an effort. Didn't <laughs> yeah, we? yeah, yeah. But yeah, it, it does start. It starts in the studio, um, writing the songs, and I suppose the first intention is to try and write the best songs we can, and then the next stage that I guess is something that we we can try and kind of help is the live shows and mm. putting together the best live shows we can you know we, we could sit here and talk to you for half an hour and you could smile at us and then you could go on your radio stage and say bunch of idiots we hate them you know? no, never. you're not going to be here you're not going to be here on Tuesday when we're playing this right <laughs> we know people here we know them I was actually going through like sort of the stuff that I have. I'm moving house at the moment, so like all my CDs and everything like that. Like take that and party just is is one of you know the go-to album. Then you have like um, everything changes and all the, the old stuff from Take That. And you tweeted a picture recently of like these two young French fans who have got all the old merchandise from back in the day when I had it all. Like it's absolutely crazy. How do you find now that when you release albums now? That people are only discovering you now. Teenagers are discovering you now, and then kind of go, "Oh my God!" There's a whole back catalogue from like the '90s. I think that's right. I think that's right, and I noticed it more when I went on to X Factor because because I was in a place where there was people who'd never really been into our music before, and they were discovering these old albums from like 15 years earlier. Um, but that's a great thing. Mm. Uh, you know, my my son loves Led Zeppelin. You know, and he, I mean, it's like before he was, way, way before he was born. But it's there to be discovered, all this stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, I'd, I'd say to people, take that and party album. We were developing at that stage. So <laughs> don't don't hold us completely <laughs> responsible. Album, you did? <laughs> um, Mark, the last time you were over, I was asking, were you going to sing any of your own songs? And you said that you had to ask Gary. So Gary, can you sing Clementine in the three arena? Uh, oh, did you ask me that? I did. Yeah, you yeah, said, "Oh no, you'll have to ask Gary." Time. So here we are. Uh, oh, no, no, he keeps asking him. Sorry, we're busy that night. <laughs> you, uh, I didn't realize having a judge on got to dance in Germany. Yeah, so well, how, how long has that been going on, or was it just last year? Um, yeah. No, two years. I did it two years running, and um, I don't even know whether they want me back next year or not. I don't even know if they've got the time to do it next year. But um, yeah. So and was I, it in German? Yeah, well, it was kind of like I was speaking 75% German and 25% English. So do you... You, do so you, you so dance sehr gut. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you do dance sehr gut. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but my daughter's half German, so she lives over there. Oh, uh, I'm actually driving speak, there tomorrow. We use him as our translator when we go Okay, we, we, Ryan and I, we, we speak a little bit of German ourselves, and our, our kind of go-to sentence in German is Wie komme ich am besten zum Bahnhof, bitte? 
Yeah, that's going to the um, train station. Yeah, did you know what way to the, and then Ryan's answer is? Do you know is? where the train station is here now? Um, no. <laughs> 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 Tricky. Ryan's answer? Uh, Gainsey here, Gladhaus, and then name and D, Nexus, Strauss, uh, Links. That's it. Straight on and then go left. Yeah. That's it. That's all our journey. That's all we have. That's that's all we have. That's as long as you need to get to a train station that's there and left, you'll be fine. Danke. Do, but do they ever release foreign language versions of your songs? Are they ever dubbed? No, see aquí, something yeah, we did, more. We did some French stuff and some Spanish stuff back in the 90s, but we can't be asked anymore. And the concert's then the Tree Arena, like smaller than before, because we've both seen you in Croke Park so many times. Yeah. Uh, Just about. Oh, yeah, <laughs> poor Ryan was row Z, X. Said. Literally, No, honestly, honestly, like I, I bought tickets, and then when we were walking up, People started laughing as like the people like say <laughs> ten row from ten rows back they started laughing because we were worse than them and we went right the way back only yeah. the guy the helicopter was behind. They were really good that night. Let, I saw them. I'm closer. Let's just say when we come back, yeah. we're gonna get you on the front row. Thank okay? you. No, seriously, though. Of those, you just, all yeah. you've got to do is turn up. Yeah, no, no problem. So we you promise you. The music thirty seconds later than everyone else. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it was yeah, it was it was pretty far back. It was Croke Park, so it's about right. as far away. What an amazing yeah. place that is. Yeah. yeah. An yeah, amazing fun. venue. So fun. Well, thank, take that. Thank you so much for talking to us on Fully Charged. It's been uh, great. You've made my inner 16-year-old self very happy. Yeah, ah, I want to scream. I love this top, by the way. It's a shame it? you're on radio. Yeah. Because yeah. they'd love this, the listeners. Yeah. Uh, the listeners actually saw this on our Fully Charged Jingle Ball last night, so he's wearing it a day and a half. Yeah, there's a bit of a bang. Yeah. Hello there. <laughs> Hello. It's you. Yeah, I yeah. wondered who it was. Yeah, no, it's me. It's definitely.